Welcome to the Healthy, Wealthy, and Smart Podcast. Each week, we interview the best and brightest in physical therapy, wellness, and entrepreneurship. We give you cutting-edge information you need to live your best life, healthy, wealthy, and smart. The information in this podcast is for entertainment purposes only and should not be used as personalized medical advice. And now, here's your host, Dr. Karen Litzy. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm so happy that you decided to join us today. And if you are a physical therapy student, you are in for a real treat because today's podcast is with DPT student Becky Baressa, and she joins me to discuss the combined sections meeting from back in February from a student's perspective. Becky is a second-year doctor of physical therapy student at A.T. Still University in Mesa, Arizona, and is most interested in pediatric physical therapy and developing her niche through further clinical rotation experience. Uh, She was also the winner of the Healthy, Wealthy, and Smart CSM Scholarship, and part of that was if she chose to come on the podcast, which she did. And so what did we talk about in this episode? We discussed how to prepare for and make the most of a conference experience as a student. I actually learned a lot from Becky on this one. Becky's conference and networking highlights, how technology can improve your next CSM experience, and some social media resources for students, and recommendations for student networking with seasoned clinicians, and so much more. So I want to thank Becky for coming on to the podcast, and she had such great insights to share as a student. I only wish I had these insights as a student, because I guarantee you I did not. So a huge thank you to Becky. And also, if you follow me on Twitter, at Karen Litzy NYC, you know that I was just in Monaco at the International Olympic Committee's World Congress, and it was amazing. So I am thrilled to announce that I will have a lot of the people who are at the conference on the podcast in the near future. So we're going to be talking about everything from how to get involved in SEM, how to use social media to disseminate information, injury in youth sports, concussions, so on and so forth. I mean, there's going to be a lot of great information. The IOC uh, convention or conference was probably the best professional experience I've ever had. Uh, The next one is uh, three years from now in 2020, and it will be again in Monte Carlo in Monaco. So if anyone is listening and they're on the fence about, "Should, should I go, should I plan, start saving now. Make a little Monaco fund for yourself and definitely get there. There were a there were some Americans there, mostly people from uh, Europe, but from all over the world. And it was collaborative. It was fun. It was positive. Everyone was there to help each other. And I just I thought it was an amazing for me. It was just an amazing experience. And I want to thank Dr. Karim Khan, the editor of BJSM, for kind of encouraging me and bringing me over. So a huge thank you to him. And a huge thank you to the IOC committee for having myself, along with four other uh, extremely talented folks, uh, part of the social media team. And we're going to have some. Uh, I'm going to have some of the people who are on that social media team on the podcast in the near future. So be on the lookout for that. All right. That being said, thank you all for tuning in. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at Karen Litzy NYC. 
and download the podcast if you haven't done it already. And again, thank you to Becky for coming on and giving us the student perspective on the combined sections meeting. Hey, Becky, welcome to the podcast. I'm happy to have you on. Hi, Karen. Thanks for having me. And thank you so much for being part of the Healthy, Wealthy, and Smart CSM Scholarship. And congratulations on winning. That's awesome. Thank you. What a great opportunity. Thank you. And I love, like, when I told you, you were like, what? I never win anything. (laughs) I know. It was so random. I'm so happy I I was able to receive it. Well, thank you for for taking part. And so now today we're going to talk about what your experience at CSM was like as a student. So Mm -hmm. there were about 14,000 people at CSM in San Antonio. Um, I don't know the numbers on how many students were there, but I suspect it was quite a bit. And I feel like students and even myself, seasoned clinicians, can always use a little bit of advice on how to make the most out of these big meetings. So let's start before we even get to CSM. So how did you prepare? for that conference. Yeah. yeah, so this was my very first CSM and actually national conference overall. So um, I would say I didn't prepare enough and I'll kind of get into some tips a little bit later. But um, what I did do was, so the APTA um, offered a CSM app that you could download. And so um, it you could put all your information in there and it was kind of like having a mobile Um, business card. So I first started that, put all my information in there, and then it also had all of the different talks listed on there so you could plan your schedule out. And I planned my schedule based on like simply what the topic was called and um, and like kind of looked at the presenters. But um, that's one thing that I kind of wish I would have researched a little bit more looking back. Um, We also had um, some advice from our professors um, going into it, so kind of took that into consideration as well. Um, And what what advice did they give? I'm curious. Yeah, so they um, gave us a list of presentations that they thought would be the best ones to go to, so that was helpful. Um, Oh, great. And so when you said you wish you did a little bit more digging, I guess. Mm-hmm. So meaning you wish that you looked into just the meat of the talk a little bit more, or can you kind of explain that a little bit? Sure. Yeah. I actually wish I would have looked at the presenters more rather than just looking at the name of the talk, because there were some really big names at CSM that I, I simply missed just because I wasn't aware. And um, so that was a, probably my biggest advice is just making sure you research every little thing. And as a student, it's hard to find time to do that, um, which I get, but that was definitely something I wish I would have done. Um, Let me think. Yeah, and and that makes a lot of sense. Because I know I sometimes do that. I'll look at the title and be like, oh, this sounds awesome. Because I did that last year at CSM. I was like, this sounds perfect. And I went and I'm like, this has nothing to do with what I do as a PT. Like, this has nothing (laughs) to do with my practice and... And then I stayed for the whole thing because once I commit to something, I'm in it. I am not walking out. <laughs> you know, unless I have somewhere else I have to be, like I'm in it. So Yeah. And actually some advice our professors also gave us was if it is a talk that 
you're like, oh my gosh, this is not what I was expecting. They said it's okay to leave. And I kind of noticed that people are walking in and out. So as a student, if you're like, oh my gosh, this is not what I was expecting, or this is way over my head, don't be afraid to leave, I would say. Yeah, and I think that's good advice. I mean, I that's something, that's a personal thing I need to get over. Mm-hmm. But I yeah. think that's that's great advice because if you're in there in the first 10, 15 minutes and you're like, ooh, I don't know if this is quite what I was hoping for, there's plenty of time to pop over into another one. Yeah. You know, that maybe you you didn't realize was even going on. So mm-hmm. I think that's good advice. Or sometimes you can get the gist of it in an hour and then pop into another one for an hour. Yeah. So you can kind of combine some sessions a little bit as well. I did that too because there were so many to pick from and it was so hard to choose. There's just all these options. So I was like, how do I choose? And I did for a few of them just left halfway through so I could get some some of each. Yeah. And which ones stand out for you? What were some of the highlights for you? Some of the highlights. So um, – I really enjoyed the presentations that talked about specific interventions just because I am an inexperienced student. And um, so getting more specific interventions was really um, helpful for me. I went to a Parkinson's talk that talked about dual tasking. And so that one was cool. And then also a scoliosis that gave some, because we got a pretty brief overview of how to treat someone with scoliosis in school. So being able to see like what this girl who specialized in it did was really helpful for me. Um, and then also some more advice that I would give is to take advantage of some of the um, extra stuff that they offer. Um, for instance, like the interview that you put on with Dr. Peter O'Sullivan, mm-hmm. that was free and you offered that to students and just like you kind of had to research on the CSM website to find stuff like that. Um, there's also um, something I also went to, which was a huge highlight, was the coffee and cases. And I had to pay um, $20 for that, but it was definitely worth it. It was um, George da- Dr. George Davies talked oh, about sure, yeah. Um, yeah, an interesting case that he had gone through. And it was just about 25 pe- of us in there, um, students and clinicians. And he taught, and it was just like a really cool experience hearing him talk about. I didn't even hear of this coffee, coffee and, and cases. What was this at like six in the morning? It was, it was early. I was joking, but was it, it like was. really early? Yeah. yeah. So it was before all of the other classes had started. I think there was one on, or there were a few different ones, but I went on his and, and he had a shoulder case that he presented. So. Oh, that's a great learning experience. I'm going to mm-hmm. look into that for next year. Coffee and cases. That's nice. I never even... So there you go. I didn't even know that that existed, but that's (laughs) awesome. And if you only have to pay a nominal uh, fee for it, I think it's great. And also that there are only like 25 people. Yeah. Because don't forget, there are 14,000 people at CSM. Yeah. And so to be able to spend that one-on-one time and, and ask questions to someone who's a leader in the field, I think is awesome. Yeah, it was amazing. It was one of my highlights for sure. Nice, nice. That's awesome. Yeah, that's why I did the that interview with Peter O'Sullivan because I and I kept it to twenty five people so that way you could ask questions. Mm-hmm. You know, and he was it was he wasn't he awesome? Oh, it was amazing. Anyone listening, if you haven't heard that one, you should definitely yeah. check it out. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm gonna. Yeah, it's going to be, well, we're recording this a little bit before it comes out, but at oh. any rate, it'll be, it, by the time this comes out, that will have been out. So, okay. but I, okay. I, yeah, I really, um, I, I thought he was great. And I, I just like that the students 
It was all students mm -hmm. and Sandy Hilton because Sandy Hilton put that together as the director of education for the women's, uh, the section on women's health who actually organized that. Um, and I just was so happy that people got to ask him questions mm -hmm. because his talk had what, maybe 600 people in it? At yeah. least it was huge. It was packed. packed. And yeah. so there's no way you're getting your questions asked um, in, in such a large forum unless you're lucky. So, all right. Mm -hmm. So these coffee, coffee and cases, that's great. And I yep. think another thing that you kind of pointed out was that, yes, you get an overview of some, you know, specific diagnoses. But when you go to CSM as a student or to Next as a student, I think one thing that you can do is take a look at your current curriculum and try and find the holes. And then when you yeah. go to these conferences, that's where you plug up some of those holes for your understanding moving forward. So I think that was, that's good advice. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. Very good. Now, are there things that you wanted to do? Oh, wait, what about highlights, any social highlights? So did you go to a PT pub night? Did you have a social, like what, because the other part of CSM is certainly the social aspect of it, the networking right. part of it. So did you have any highlights on the social side? Yes, I did attend uh, PT pub night, and it was crazy. There were so many people, so it was a blast. Um, and then we also had a alumni um, get-together, so that was great. Um, you know, getting together with people from um, who had graduated from my school, and so that was fun. Um, yeah, and then just some other things. So you have breaks in between the classes, and a lot of times I would just go to the expo, and that's just another way to network and kind of get your information out there. Um, like I said, you can make like a, a basically a business card on the app, so you, they'll like scan it, or you can share your information that way. And so that was really helpful, just having that app that they set up for students or in anyone. Um, Oh, yeah. I didn't even know you could do that on the app. Look how yeah. much I'm learning uh, in <laughs> retrospect. Um, I learned this like all right before, so. <laughs> great. No, that's great. And now let's talk about networking. So sure. often networking in general can be difficult for anyone, right? Mm -hmm. So what advice would you have for students who want to make the most out of their conference experience on the networking side of things. Yeah, so like I said, making that, using that CSM mm -hmm. app and um, sharing your information. Um, and then also, I wasn't, didn't do much with this, but I know a lot of people use Twitter um, to network and um, kind of advertise the CSM. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was trending like almost <laughs> every day, APTA CSM. Yeah, and I think what's, What's nice, too, is you also have the Facebook group for students, the DPT oh. student Facebook group, and it's nice to kind of meet the people that you only know virtually in person, Yeah, which I think is really great. And, and a lot of students that are in that group, I think we're at CSM. Yes, and actually we made a Arizona schools um, Facebook group as well nice. so then we kind of talked um, beforehand and during on the Facebook group and it was just Arizona school all the PT schools in Arizona who are going to CSM were part of that so oh that's smart very nice yeah. very nice and what so what tips would you give to people <clears throat> let's say 
for students for networking with seasoned clinicians, you know, because sometimes I know people are like, oh, I don't want to go up and bother them or, oh, I don't, you know, have you found anything that works for you? Um, that's a good question. Um, I, so when I went to the coffee and cases, I, that was a good opportunity for me because it was a smaller group and I didn't feel like, oh, I'm never going to get a chance to talk to this guy because there's so many people. Um, so then I was able to talk to, um, Dr. Peter O'Sullivan after mm -hmm. the interview that I attended with you and, um, Dr. George Davies. So yeah. I think those smaller groups definitely yeah. help me. Yeah, I think that's good advice. So so as a student, if you are feeling overwhelmed with 14,000 people or even the upcoming next conference, I don't know how many people go to that, but maybe a couple thousand, that can be a little intimidating. So seeking out these sort of small group environments mm -hmm. and feeling a little more comfortable, I know that's what I, I prefer. I I'm personally am not, I don't like huge groups of people. Um, and I would probably be less inclined to network in a huge group. But if it's in a smaller group, I'm much more likely to approach someone, introduce myself. And what I would say, coming from someone who, not that I'm an introvert by any means, but I do get a little nervous introducing myself or, you know, because I'm like, I don't want to interrupt. I don't want to, you know, because there's, there's also that aspect of it as well. But um, let's say you've gone to one of these smaller group sessions, or maybe you heard someone speak earlier in the day, a great way, I think, as a student to approach someone is just say, hey, I saw you speak earlier today. I thought, I thought it was great. You could say, I thought it was crap. I don't know, but give your opinion. Um, and then, then you can also say, you know, I'm a student. This is where I go to school. Um, I just actually had a follow-up question. Would you mind answering it? You know, something like that. I don't think anyone at CSM is going to blow you off. No way. Yeah, that's great advice too. And then also you can follow up with an email too if they give you their information. Um, people are happy to respond, so don't be afraid to do anything like that. Yeah, I And agree. they definitely are open to answer any questions. They're there to teach, so yeah. Absolutely. And I think the other thing that I'm glad you mentioned is that you had an alumni get-together, also another great way to network, because oftentimes people think an alumni get-together is only for the alumni, but not for the students that are currently at the school. Right. And I think that's sort of faulty thinking. Yes. So, right? And right. Now, so were some of your professors at that alumni thing as well? Yes, all of my professors who were there attended, and there was also 30 um, of us at, from my my specific class, and so um, who attended CSM, and a lot of us went, and then alumni, and it was just like a really great get-together to get to know more about our professors even, and um, older um, therapists, yeah. yeah. Older yeah. clinicians. Yeah, I think that's great. I attended one for my school this year as well, and it was great. So there were some students there, there were some very, very new grads, and then some older folk like me. Um, but I think that's another great way for students to do some networking, because I know I have some friends that went to, to, I guess, University of Colorado, or at Denver, or is that, I don't know, something, something's about it, but I think that's it. And they were at their alumni, and... I I don't know, my name came up and the one girl was like, oh, do you know her? I would love to meet her. 
And so they were, they said, yeah, sure. So that's another way to be proactive as a student. So if you're talking to someone you already know and you could say, hey, do you know so-and-so? I really would love to meet them. And then have that person introduce you. And how easy is that, right? So that's another great way, I think, to network. I mean, I do that all the time. If I know someone, know someone else, I'm always like, oh, do you think you can introduce me? Yes. Versus making like a blind approach to someone. You're making an approach with someone they already know. Mm-hmm. So another great way to network, especially if you're a little on the introverted side, I think that's a great way to do it. Okay, so what what at CSM did you not get to do that might have been on your list, but you just ran out of time? Because, boy, that can happen at CSM. Yes, um, definitely a lot of the presentations – I. Just like figuring out which ones you wanted to go to, and it was really hard to pick. Um, Some of them I I wish I would have been able to go, or um, seeing, like, some of my professors were um, presenting, Mm -hmm. and I wish I would have seen them. Um, Yeah, my whole thing is, this year I did a little bit of the poster presentations that mm -hmm. were in the exhibit hall, but I... You know, oftentimes I feel like I forget about these poster presentations yeah. and they're great. Yeah. You know, they're, they're, you go through, you talk to the, the either PT student, PTA student, PT, PTA who uh, did this study or did this poster. And that's another really great way to kind of learn one on one from the people doing the research. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of bummed. I only was there for like, I don't know, a maybe an hour or two kind of perusing through there. Um, and then also there's like platform presentations that are only yeah. like, did you go to any platform presentations? I went to one. Which yes. one did you go to? I went to the sports. Oh yeah. Nice. Sports one. And yeah. I was only there cause actually one of my professors was pre- presenting. So I went to see him and it was, it was like in the middle of a talk that I was listening to. So I just stopped in and then went, right back up. Yeah. Yeah. I did that last year. I went to see a friend of mine was, had a platform presentation. So I left a talk, went up (laughs) to see his platform presentation for 15 minutes and ran back down. But I think those, the platform presentations are really interesting because everyone goes up and, and does their, their presentation. It's only like 10, 15 minutes for each person, you Mm -hmm. know? So it's kind of like a little Ted style talk, which I actually quite enjoy. Was there anything, what, what did your professor talk about for their for their platform he talked about um different shoulder stretches and what he found through his research um as like novice students doing the stretches and inner rater reliability uh-huh. Uh-huh. type of stuff so um nice. Nice. yeah it, yeah yeah was, and that's the thing. I agree though like the short 10 to 15 minutes and you kind of get a lot of information then because there's there's so, you know, there's a lot of people presenting during that time. So, yeah, I really enjoy it. That's what I have to do next year. I have to go to more platform presentations. Yeah. You know, and then the posters too. Yeah. Like you said, there's, there's a ton of them too. So there's so much information. There's always an opportunity to learn at CSM. Just got to find the time. Yeah. (laughs) It's difficult, but. Yeah, you're right. And then, I mean, gosh, we didn't even get into the expo part of it. Where all the vendors are, because a lot of the vendors have some pretty cool stuff. Like, I stopped in at at a vendor table, and the guy had this, like, it was a goniometer, but it looked more like a laser leveler. 
So it had like two lasers coming out of each end and you put it on and lined it up with the the landmarks. And then as the person moved, it got took their range of motion via these oh, wow. lasers. And they said that it was accurate within like a couple of degrees. Wow. I mean, super cool. It was $299, but it was super cool. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of new technology that was yeah. being offered there for sure. Yeah, and that new technology, some of that stuff is so cool, you know, and I think it's something that, you know, maybe as a student you look at and think, oh, boy, that's pretty cool. And then when you graduate and you start working, that could be another thing of like, you know, I saw this thing that I think might help our clinic, you know? Yeah. Or it's, again, a great way to network. I was at a right. TPI thing to get certified as a golf, a level one golf specialist. And oh. there were a couple of vendors there and I was talking to the one vendor and it, it, they're called body track sports. And as a result, they let me try out like a portable force plate. Oh, cool. So cool. Right. <laughs> and that's just from kind of talking to the vendors. So my suggestion to students and, and to even new grad therapists or any therapist talk to the vendors because you might be able to get some, some. You might be able to start some great partnerships that way. Mm -hmm. You know, you never know. You never know. Right. Okay, so let's see. We talked about how to prepare, which I think is super important. Um, right. Some networking <clears throat> highlights for you. What you wish you got to do. Were there any lowlights? Was there anything you were like, oh man, this sucks? Um. No, not really. Yeah, um, I, don't, I feel the same way. Yeah, since it was my first time, you know, everything was amazing in my opinion. It was a really great experience. And so and the, the question, question is, would you, go back, would you go back next year? Yes, I, I would. Um, it depends on my clinical schedule and, and stuff, but um, I think it's amazing learning experience and if the funds and everything are working out yeah I definitely would yeah and, and I thought San Antonio and was a great venue um and yeah. the river walk and stuff was really really neat so I I agree a hundred percent I thought San Antonio was a great venue I thought it was really cute there was <laughs> yeah. lots of places like within walking distance the thing last year it was in Anaheim which right was, which was lovely you know but there weren't a lot of things within walking distance. Yes. You know, you needed to Uber places or you needed a car. And and there weren't a lot of things and a lot of restaurants and stuff like that within walking mm -hmm. distance. Where, as I thought, San Antonio was a really great venue. And yeah. next year it's in New Orleans. Yeah. So talk about great restaurants, right? I think we can all, <laughs> eat, we can all eat our way through CSM and come back five pounds heavier, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, holy cow. Um, okay, so now, um, what if you could kind of boil down maybe two or three pieces of advice to students on how to make the most out of a CSM experience, what would that be? I would say prepare, definitely prepare well, get your schedule figured out, have some backups, classes that you might want to attend, because um, they actually, they do fill up, and if you don't get there early, you could... Um, you might need a backup. Um, or like I said, if one just isn't what you thought it was, don't be afraid to leave and have a backup to go to something else. Um, and then I would say networking. Um, don't be afraid to, like we talked about, 
go up to presenters and tell them your name, introduce yourself, ask questions. Um, there's so much time to learn. There's so many opportunities to learn at CSM. Um, try to plan it out as best as you can to really make the most of it. And then just make sure you get some sleep. Oh, that <laughs> is good <laughs> advice. <laughs> yeah. Um, that is sound advice there. You got to get a little bit of sleep. Yes. <laughs> oh, last year when it was in Anaheim, I think I slept 14 hours in four days. Like over the span of four days. I think I slept I for like 14 hours. And how my body was able to keep moving, I have no idea. I know. But it's crazy. It was crazy. But what I will say is that so that was it, it finished on like just like this past year. Saturday was the last day. So Sunday I I was staying in California for a couple of extra days to go to the San Diego Pain Summit and we went to Disneyland. So I get up on Sunday, we go to Disneyland and then yeah. We could go back to our room and it had like two like double beds and then like a pull-out bed. And I'm like, I'll take the pull-out bed. I'm so tired. I could fall asleep anywhere. Yeah. I am not joking. When I say I fell asleep, Sandy Hilton and Sarah Haig could vouch for this. I think I fell asleep <laughs> at 730 and oh I slept God. until seven the next day. Wow. I mean, <laughs> it was like I was out cold. I know. But, it does take a lot out of you. <laughs> and then when you come back, like I got back from this CSM at like Sunday night around 9.30 and I got up the next morning, I had eight patients and I went to work and I was like, whoo, I feel great, you know? And I was on a group text with other people who went and they're like, I'm so tired. I can't even move. I'm like, what? I feel great. I'm on my sixth patient. Well, I had like delayed onset CSM soreness because on Tuesday I could like barely move. Like, I think all the adrenaline came down and I was like walking around like a zombie. I was so tired. Um, so yeah. for all those people who are tired on Monday, I had like, you know, doms of CSM, I guess. I was so tired. So yeah, sleep is great. And you know what else I like that you said is that the, some of the classes do fill up. Yeah. So if, and that goes kind of with what you said with planning ahead. So if you know, like, so for instance, George Davies is speaking, Peter O'Sullivan is speaking. I don't know. Um, Adrian Lowe is speaking. These are usually have big draws, right? Mm -hmm. You know, right. if their class starts at eight in the morning, you better get there by quarter to eight. Right. Like you don't roll in at eight o'clock <laughs> and expect no. like you're going to get a seat. You know what I'm no. saying? So yeah, right. I think that's great advice. That's like people in Manhattan showing up for a movie that starts at 7.30 at 7.30. You're not getting a seat. <laughs> it's not happening, you know? You have to get there early. Um, but I think that's really great advice. Okay, so I have one more question for you. And, and this is a question that I've been asking a lot of the people who have been on the podcast. Normally, I'm speaking to clinicians that might have been out a couple of years, right? So right. now you're in PT school. So you went to undergrad before this, I assume. Correct. And graduated from high school before that, I assume. Yes. So, <laughs> so knowing where, oh, and you're in your second year, right? Correct. Yep. Yeah. So given where you are now, what would you say to you as maybe, let's say, just graduating from high school, you know, so take it back a couple of years. Mm. What advice would you give to yourself a couple of years ago, given where you are now and what you've learned so far? 
That is a great question. I would say, hmm, don't be afraid to be yourself, ask questions, take any opportunity you can to learn. Um, just to, you, you can always learn, you can always grow as a person. So be sure to take advantage of the opportunities that you're given. Yeah, great. Keep learning. <laughs> Keep learning. I think that's great advice. And for all of the students out there listening, um, Becky, like I said in the beginning, was the winner of the Healthy, Wealthy, and Smart Scholarship to go to CSM. Um, and I will be doing it again next year. And it's really, really easy to enter. All you had to do was leave a review of the podcast on iTunes. Um, yes. And I'll definitely be doing that next year. So be on the lookout for that for New Orleans. Um, and also, if I, what I think is great what I, is that when students have poster presentations or students doing, I, I don't know if there were any students this year doing full-on presentations at CSM. Do you know of any? I don't. I don't know. I don't know either. But I think as a student, I would say don't be afraid to yeah. put yourself out there. You know, if, if you did something really great in one of your classes, you can use that like a, um, a study within one of your classes. You Submit it. Mm -hmm. Go for yeah, it. Be afraid. Yeah, don't be afraid. Go for it. These are things that I wish I did when I was a student. Yeah, you know. <clears throat> and then I guess the last advice for CSM that I would say for students is just make sure that you have a good time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, do yeah. your best, do your best to have a good time because I think you want to leave with, uh, yes, you want to leave with like a sense of accomplishment and you got to get to all of these classes and you learned a lot, but you also want to be, make sure that you're meeting people, make sure that if there is someone you see on social media or something like that, that you want to meet, find them. Mm -hmm. It's not, even though there's like 14,000 people there, it's not that hard. Yeah, that's true. It's not that hard. You can find people if you need to. Um, so that would be my best advice for CSM as well. Um, so did we miss anything? I don't think we missed anything, did we? I don't think so. I don't think so either. Well, I have to say, Becky, this was great. And I think the it, the advice that you kind of passed along here is going to be great for all the students listening. So thanks so much for for doing that. Okay, great. Yeah, my pleasure. Yeah, and you know, also part of the deal of winning the scholarship was that you can come on the podcast. So, <laughs> not that not that I forced her or anything, but you know, I, I'm I'm just so happy that you decided to come on and share your experience because this is the best way for people to learn. Yes, I'm I'm glad I could help, and thank you so much again for offering this opportunity to go to CSM, and the scholarship was so great. Thank you. Oh, you're very welcome. And now you're part of the DPT student group on Facebook, right? I am, yes. Yeah, so it's so there you go. If you want to reach out to Becky, you can do so through there or on Facebook. Yes. I guess. Yes. Yeah. Or on Facebook. And we can we'll have links to the DPT student group and everything um in the show notes. So uh, you can go to podcast.healthywealthysmart.com, go to Becky's episode, click on the show notes, and we'll have everything that we spoke about and all the links. Uh, that we talked about as well. And I have to say, the one thing I got out of this talk is next year, I'm going to do a coffee and cases. I didn't even know yeah. it existed. You should. It was awesome. So but that is my, on my list. 
Look into it early, though, because it is limited to spaces. So. Okay. All right. So that's advice for yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> I am definitely doing that next year. Thanks so much. And uh, so, again, thanks for coming on, Becky. And mm -hmm. everyone, thanks so much for listening. And I hope you guys all have a great week and stay healthy, wealthy, and smart. Thank you for listening. And please subscribe to the podcast at podcast.healthywealthysmart.com. And don't forget to follow us on social media.